Welcome back to another episode of the Northern Steel Podcast. This is episode 16 for your smooth listening purposes. Where you've been doing this for four months. Can you believe it? Can you believe That's it? That's good quick math. It? Yeah. Well, it's probably longer than four months. We took a couple of breaks in there, but in all total, four months. That's kind of crazy. Welcome back, man. We're we're here. We're chilling. We're doing the same thing we do every week. We're looking for Steeler news. We're not finding much, but we're going to talk about a little things here and there, and we're going to continue on with our segment we started last week where we're talking to you. We're talking to uh, Yins about your fandom, your story, how you're a Steeler fan, because Chris and I, we're from Minnesota. We started this podcast. We told you our story. Let's hear from the community. Let's hear from everybody else. Let's get closer together as a team. One brotherhood. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Steelers are not a gate-kept uh, team. So, like Tell Dom them. was saying, we're reaching out to everybody. We want to welcome you. Unless you're from... No, I'm kidding. Uh, but, seriously, we want to welcome all all people who want to be on. It would be awesome to hear your story and everything. And, and we'll get a little bit of a, a neat story later on in the podcast. So, stay tuned for that one. So, let's talk about some quick Steeler news. One of the first things I want to talk about, Chris... Um, there wasn't a lot that happened, but if you're a Steeler fan, did you know that Kenny Pickett was on the Pat McAfee show this past week? I did. I happened to watch that, uh, a couple days ago and you know, I, we got about it exactly what we expected it to be. I mean, Pat McAfee on, if you, if you watch any of the Pat McAfee show, it's really enjoyable. It's really, uh, comical. But at the same time, you, you don't really get as much information as like what you're hoping to get. Right. Uh, yeah. So uh, he, like Chris said, um, Pat McAfee, he answered, he asked pretty basic questions. He doesn't want to, you know, break the mold too much. It's also kind of for comedy purposes as well, too. Right. So Kenny talked a little bit about um, his OTA stuff, his training camp, but nothing too crazy. Just kind of that he's worked with the team. He's doing that. He's talked about a little bit about hanging out with some football legends like Dan Marino, Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. And uh, he talked a little bit about him and Tomlin, how they uh, trash talk each other. So it's, it's, it's a pretty fun interview. It's not very long. I'd definitely recommend uh, checking that out. Listening to that. Uh, and other news. This does relate to Steelers, but I wanted to say that Terry McLaurin got a brand new contract. Was it three or four years, Chris? Do you remember? It was a three-year, $71 million contract, I believe. Yes, I think it was like like 23.7 mil or something like that. Almost $24 million a year. Uh, Yeah, it's about Christian Kirk money, I believe. (laughs) Uh, Christian Kirk money for a guy who plays way better than Christian Kirk. (laughs) And again, we've talked about this before. That's just the market, man. That's that wide receiver market. And uh, uh, the reason why I brought this up, why it relates to Steelers news, is because we're talking about Deontay Johnson. And we've talked about it many times. I know some fans say he doesn't deserve the money, or some fans say he deserves the money. Chris and I think he deserves the money, but we've also said we're not going to be heartbroken if they decide not to pay him. If this is the last of the Steelers, so be it. Uh, It doesn't mean I don't like Deontay Johnson. It's just kind of... How it is, you know, that's the market's crazy. You know, look, look at this, right? Like, exactly like you said, I personally looking at what happened with the Terry McLaren and that signing that huge three years, $71 million contract. Um, it's, it's hard for Deontay to not see that and be like, well, realistically, I've been more productive. You know, I, I, I make that impact. And maybe like, I know Terry McLaren kind of, gets underlooked mostly because he's on the commanders. I mean, not a lot of people really pay too close of an attention, or at least it doesn't really get brought over here. Um, but I mean, Deontay Johnson is such a presence. I think he definitely deserves that money and there's no way he's going to sign for anywhere under 20 million. He's definitely going to be looking well North of that number. I would imagine at least, at least at that same, same realm of Terry McLaren. And I, I think, think he's. Vi- yeah. I, I don't think he'll get the same money as Terry. Um, it'll be close, maybe like 21 to 22, just like a little bit under. Because yeah. I don't think he's the same. I do think Terry is a better receiver. Um, personally, I do like Deontay Johnson. I just think Terry's really solid. He's also had some bad quarterbacks. I 
as a football fan, I'm excited to see what Terry can do with Carson as his quarterback, especially if Carson can turn oh, it back yeah. around. And now that he Terry actually has a number two on his team, I know they always talked about Curtis Samuel, but um, uh, Jahan Dotson is who they drafted, and we mm-hmm. went over him, and he's a stud. So I'm excited for him and to I actually mean, get someone else on his team. The same, the same thing could be said in regards to us, though, you know, because obviously right. he played, he was like Ben's guy these last couple of years as kind of right. like that safety blanket. And now that we have a quarterback like Trubisky and or Pickett who can throw the ball, have a little bit more zip, it'll be interesting to see how he can maybe extend or, you know, achieve a higher level of play uh, with right. his, with a new quarterback. Um but yeah, like I said before, I, I totally think he's very deserving. Now, if it happens, uh, who knows? Obviously, there's a reason that we drafted uh, two very capable wide receivers, and I'm really curious to see how both Pickens and uh, Calvin Austin will be. Yep. Not saying that we won't sign them, but like obviously, uh, after Deontay's contract year, we have Claypool's coming up soon. So there's a lot to think about as far as our wide receiver room and you know where where money should go. Um, obviously we are ranked at number 32 and paying in our offense. Um, so that number could change potentially with the signing of Deontay if we do sign him. But like I said, I'm not going to lose sleep over it. If we sign him, great. If not, then I, I think we have one more solid year out of them. And then we have capable wide receivers underneath. Well said, well said, uh, last bit of news is, uh, as of today, which when we record, it's a Wednesday. As of today, on, on this Wednesday, the Deshaun Watson hearing case has not been decided yet, unfortunately. Sure. Um, I'm sure it will be decided by the end of tomorrow or the day that you're listening to it on Thursday. I'm sure it will it'll be done, and, and unfortunately, we don't have that to talk about. We will be talking about that on the podcast for sure next week. Uh, it just is unfortunate we're going to miss out on it. Kind of the same thing happened last week when I told everyone not to worry about Kenny Pickett not being signed yet. And literally uh, the next day, Kenny Pickett signed his rookie contract. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, we're this close to the breaking news and everything. Uh, uh, always, so always just, w- just one step behind every time. Seriously. I do have one more thing. If you're finished up with the Deshaun Watson, um, I'm not really sure when this article is released. I, I definitely could have looked, but it is in the recent week. I saw a tweet. Uh, and read a story about how Tomlin sounds like he's stepping down from the defensive play calling, uh, mm. stepping into the 2022 season, which I thought was very interesting. Um, I read a little bit about it, and it sounds like, and as you know, he kind of went over and, and took the helm. You know, I, I think it was a, a kind of a group effort, but it sounds like Tomlin was the main source for a lot of our defensive play calling. And right. that started in a 2013. Um, and so it sounds wow. like this is the first time that he's not going to be the person to make those calls, which is good because obviously you have a defensive coordinator for a reason. I know a lot of people gave Dick LeBeau a hard time towards the end of his, uh, you know, time in Pittsburgh because they're like, oh, he just doesn't have it anymore. I don't know if that's necessarily the case because, you know, Tomlin kind of started creeping his way in here and rightfully so because he had a lot of defensive background, but um It'll be it'll be interesting, and I I did read too that uh, with Terrell Austin doing a lot of the play calling now, being the defensive coordinator, uh, Tomlin feels comfortable and confident in his guy, and he said, especially with the signing of Brian Flores as the defensive assistant, uh, he's like, hey, Flores has uh, a crazy, incredible, creative mind. Um, it's going to be more of a collective group effort to like make play calls, but it sounds like. Tomlin's going to be kind of taking a step to the side and trusting in the the coaching staff around him to make some of those calls. So I'm kind of excited to see how that's going to translate uh, moving into next season with our defense. Yeah, agreed. Because it's not like our defense has been bad, but you're right. I mean, we have a defense coordinator for a reason, and and maybe that could help things out in other ways too. Can kind of pull it in a different direction that maybe has shown stubbornness in the past. Um, what we're going to do next, Chris, is we're going to jump into our segment that we started last week. We're talking to Yins. We're talking to uh, everyone about their fandom and about uh, what made them a serious fan. And we got a guy who we've talked to. Uh, we've communicated back and forth on Twitter a couple times on some questions and mm-hmm. some other things. Uh, we just met him for a brief second. He's very, very cool. So I'm going to shoot him a message right now and get him on here. His name is 
uh, J. So everyone be uh, pumped. <laughs> Yeah, Seriously, very, very excited to talk to him. Very uh, yeah, <laughs> we're working on our transitions. Speaking of transitions, um, I've been working on this little jingle for a while. This is the transition into our next segment, uh, meeting you from the outside. Uh, it sounds it. like a, a, a Stranger Things thing, uh, which is cool because episode eight comes out on Friday. But here it goes. <sighs> Two Minnesota boys reaching out to you. We are going to talk and see it through. Pittsburgh is the place to be. Pittsburgh. I want to see anyone who wants to talk to us. Can he get on? <laughs> I, I, uh, you know, it's kind of like a rough draft a little bit. I, I'm I'm waiting for the instrumentals. Uh, sent it in a while back, so you know. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get that started right away. Oh, hey, hey. there he is. What's going on, guys? What's hey. going on? Welcome, Jay. Welcome to the podcast, my friend. Woo-hoo. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Welcome, Jay. Jay has been talking to us. Jay is a Steeler fan. He's been a Steeler fan his whole life, and he wants to share his story about his fandom. So we got some general questions for you, man. We're just going to hang out. We're going to have fun. We're going to have a good time. So why don't you tell the people, Jay, where are you from? Well, I'm from a small town in North Carolina called Forest City, but most people won't know that know where that is. So I, I just claim Charlotte. Everyone knows where Charlotte, North Carolina is. So and that's where you, I currently reside. Perfect. So, so you lived in uh, North Carolina your whole life, then? Yes. Yes. Very cool. I, you know, I've never been in North Carolina. Um, is it like what's the weather like there? What's the what's the kind of place like? Oh uh, well, right now it's hot. It's, yeah. it's <laughs> and hot for North Carolina is like in the in the eighties, eighty eight, eighty nine. But yeah, it it could pour down rain in, in 10 minutes and then snow in the next 30. So it, North Carolina weather is all over the place. Sounds like okay, Minnesota. So very, yeah, very much like Minnesota. <laughs> sure. Got it. Uh, watch to the people. I mean, how long have you been a Steelers fan? Oh, man, I've I've been a Steelers fan since. God, I was maybe what I started playing football at the age of six or seven. So. Sure. I've probably been a Steelers fan since I was around eight or nine. Yeah. So I, yeah, I was eight or eight or nine years old. So, did, uh, are your parents Steelers fans at all? Yes, both of them. My mom and my dad Steelers fans. Um, both grew up Steelers fans because we North Carolina didn't have a team when they were growing up. Sure. So you know. That they became fan. My dad was a huge Steel Curtain fan. So how can you not be? He. Yeah, right. And he just forced it in on me, you know. So yeah, I was a Deion Sanders fan for a little bit, but <laughs> I, I I was just a Deion Sanders fan. I like to, <laughs> when I play football, I like putting the the bandana on. Yeah. So hey, I mean that's that's all good. Deion Sanders. I mean, obviously he's a legend, but like we've all had that too. I remember when Chris and I were kids, we were Steeler fans, but also Peyton Manning fans. It was like gotcha. hey, if the Steelers weren't in it, it's like well, let's have the Colts win. How about that? Yeah, and, <laughs> and that was the only team that I was uh, able to beat my brother in Madden with was the Colts at that time. So I, they have a special place in my heart, that's for sure. The funny thing is, I used to play when I played Madden when I was younger. I would always pick the Saints. Oh, okay. and my reason for picking the Saints was just for jersey color. Sure, that's it. The, just to change the jersey colors. That's it. Man, I mean, their jersey color is sweet though. It for sure is. Oh yeah. Uh, so with your parents being Steeler fans, you, I would you say like most Steeler fans, you were kind of born into it. Like you didn't really have a choice, obviously. Yeah. I well. So okay. I did kind of have a choice because I'm my my mom's uncles both played in the NFL. Oh. So I have. So they're they're kind of my great uncles, but hold on, it's weird. 
Hold and on. Family's weird. So Hold on. just drop that news and then like keep keep riding with it. You're like, by the way, I have two NFL uncles, and then let me totally drop that story right now. <laughs> do you, do you, no, so, you want to give him a shout out or do you want to keep that private? That's up to you. Oh no, yeah. Big shout out to my uncle Chuck McSwain. He played he was the backup running back for the Dallas Cowboys. He, Let's go. He backed up Tony Dorsett. Oh. And shout out to my 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 other uncle that also played um his uh he played for the Patriots, so he was actually on that Patriots team that played against the fridge. And oh, wow. um, you know, back in those Patriot and Bears times yep. and all of that stuff. So Wow. And I actually have a I have a cousin that's in the NFL right now. What? <laughs> yeah, he plays for the Dallas Cowboys too, Carlos Watkins. So hey, shout out to that man. <laughs> shout out to that's Carlos awesome. Watkins. That's great. Totally smokes. So do you get stunned. to do you get to go out often and like watch your cousin play or like Oh yeah. Um so well I haven't well when COVID hit we kind of you know, it was it, I haven't been traveling as much since COVID hit. But right before COVID, the Steelers played the he, he was my cousin. Carlos was with the Houston Texans and we played Houston Texans in Houston. I don't oh, yeah. if you remember when I, I think it was Vince Williams, they uh, uh, was Hopkins scored the touchdown. And, and yeah, and he did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so yeah, yeah. I was at that game. That's, so that's, it was it was nice. <laughs> That's a legendary moment from Vince Williams for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. Man. So I didn't mean to cut you off, but you were saying that like you had some choice, you had some options to choose some teams because of your family in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. But you, but you picked the right choice. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, so listen, my my dad can say no wrong, and <laughs> he said the team is the Steelers, and I said okay, the team is the Steelers. So you got I went that right. with it. For sure, yes, man. Dad. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, very similar for us too. Our dad is a big Steelers fan. We grew up in Minnesota with the uh, obviously Vikings here, uh, but we never had like an interest yeah. at all to like the Vikings. I think when Chris and I first decided to start watching football, we were like, you know what? Let's watch the team that my dad is obsessed about. Let's watch the games with him because that would make it more fun. We watched the Steelers in the very first year. Chris and I watched the full season. They won the Super Bowl, and we were hooked ever since. Obsessed, and that's just that, that's just the way it goes. Um, so <laughs> part of me as I pull up my notes, uh, what, uh, uh, so I guess your parents made you a theater fan. Was there any other, besides your parents, besides your parents having an influence on you becoming a Steelers fan, was there like anything else that gravitated you towards that? Was it about the players you're watching at the time or anything? Yeah. Cordell Stewart. Yeah. Cordell. That was, sure. that was, he, I mean, Man, I, I want to say, and my memory is terrible, but I want to say Cordell played at Colorado, right? I you think so, actually. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know if y'all remember this. Y- y'all might be a little, I'm, I'm a little on the older side. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if y'all remember Bill, Bill Walsh College Football on the Sega, on the Sega Genesis. No. <laughs> they can't say Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> So there, he had, there was a Bill Walsh college football game, and Cordell Stewart was by far the fastest player on the game. Period. Yes, sir. You hiked the ball, you did a rollout, and you scored a touchdown, and that, that made me like Cordell Stewart. And yeah, so I was I was a big Cordell Stewart fan, and you know the slash and all of that. So that's oh, yeah. what that's what got me liking him the most. That's a great reason as any for sure to like him. I mean, our, our fandom too kind of started with video games as well. We we like jumped on Madden first, and then we watched football. And it, so I yes. totally understand. I feel you the exact same way. Um, we actually also like you know not we're not that much younger than you, but we are a little <laughs> bit younger than you. And that's also a good point. Is like you watched. Um, you know, you watched the 90s teams and you watched uh, some early 2000s team. Chris and I started watching football in 2004 and we have we are blessed, you know, to have never seen a losing season, a losing season. Yeah. So, you know, I, of course, I know who Cordell is and I know some of the bigger players, but we don't know all those players from the 90s. We didn't uh, watch them then. So it's cool to, you know, get some more introspective on that for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those, those teams. I mean, Cordell was definitely a big name, but we I mean, those were some 
those were some down years, you know. Yeah. The, we we went through some rough times, and I always say for people to stick through those teams, if if you can stick through those teams and watch what these teams are doing now, like like you said, we haven't had a losing season in God how, how many years? And eighteen. Yeah, and it's like 18 years of no losing seasons. And, you know, some people I feel like take that for granted when, oh, for sure. you know, you were, you know, you 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 got to see Cordell Stewart's teams play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure. So, you know, it's it, it was some rough times. So right now I, I enjoy even when we do have those eight and eight seasons. Yes. You know, it's still it's still to me entertaining and I still feel like we do a good job. I agree. I I think a lot of times I I personally get a little annoyed because like obviously I I let trolls on Twitter get the best of me all the time. And and they're like (laughs) going after Tomlin's head and and they're like, gosh, we haven't won the playoff. We haven't. I'm like, man, but dude, we haven't lost. Like I, I remember parts of years where we'll start off and. You know, we'll be a, a big roller coaster ride. Like we'll win a couple, lose a couple, and and Dom and I are always like, you know, if we get eight and eight, that's another not losing season. And like, you know, right. I, I I hate that it's like the bar is here, but it's cool because the bar is here. It's not like, hey, maybe we can get that first draft pick. Maybe it's it's like that's never a question for us. You never know, never a question. It's always like, hey, can we can we get like ten wins? Can we get like twelve or something like that? So it's it's cool. Yeah, and and I do think that like. Don't get me wrong. We are optimistic. I think there's a lot of exciting things to look forward to this year. It is going to be different. So, you know, with, yeah. with the AFC being a lot more difficult, if the Steelers end up losing a lot of games, and maybe if, and maybe if they do happen to get their first losing record this year, I'm not going to be super depressed or super upset yet because I think this is kind of right. like a, 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 a new era, know. a growing year. Yeah. So we don't know what's going to happen. So it kind of is what it is. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, this year is a trial year. I mean, sure. we're going into it. I mean, the first year in what, 20 plus that we don't have a franchise quarterback. Right. Right. You know, so and and we have we have a super young team now. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, you know, if we do have like you said, if we do have that losing you losing season this year, at least we get to see what we got in these young guys. Totally. And. That helps. I mean, having the losing season, getting the higher draft pick, you know, we can bring in someone that we would need that can possibly fill the, you know, fill that void. Right. But I honestly don't even feel like it's a huge, huge, huge void to fill. Like, we just got to hope that the quarterback play is good. Our defense is set. We're trying to get the line back right. I mean, we just don't know because of the quarterback. Yeah, or at least good enough. Because that's all we right. kind of need right now. But even Ben, it's like we just need him good enough. So we just need someone who can convert some third downs now and then. And that's pretty much what we need the most right now. Exactly. Exactly. And Ben kind of was the GOAT quarterback for us for so long. Mm-hmm. And it's, I hate that he he may have played one or two years too long. <laughs> for sure. Because, you know, you know, just yeah. seeing his arm last year, it just wasn't there. Like, no, I mean, if you watch football, you could just see it wasn't there. Yeah. So I hate seeing him go out that way. But even with a failing arm, Ben Roethlisberger, we were still there. Yeah. So he still, we, he still was able to do some fourth quarter comebacks. And you know what? We talked about it last right. week too. We were still very excited that they made the playoffs. And that to us was almost like, boom, that's where the story ends. That's like the Cinderella story. Cause we all knew they were going to lose yes. the chiefs. That wasn't like a shock. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, so it, exactly. it, was, it was like, Oh cool. At least they made it. That's so great. <laughs> you know, and, and I, I keep thinking about, about uh good morning football. If you watch it or not with Kyle Brandt and, and all those guys, but you know, he, he made a video on there and, uh, about the Pittsburgh Steelers because everybody's talking us down. They're like, you know, they're going to be the bottom. They're going to lose. And he's like, mm-hmm. no, they're not. Listen, like, I'm not I'm not buying it. The Steelers are the Steelers. They they don't ever play for anything yes. low. Like, they're going to find a way to win. They're going to find a way to make the playoffs. Depending on how far they take it, that's the thing. But, like, dude, we're, we're competitive. And I don't think Tomlin's going to – oh, geez, my mic. I don't think Tomlin's going to allow <laughs> – I'm, I'm falling apart over here. Tom is going to allow us to, you know, hit that new low. We're always going to be competitive. We're always going to be out there fighting. So, 
For sure. Yeah, I, I believe in Tom um, in, in Tomlin. I, I, I do. I think he what he says and how he goes about his team is is a great coach. Like totally. it, it's it's. I mean, a coach can only do so much. Yeah. The players have to perform, but he his values and, you know, everything that he wants to instill in his players is something that I would I would love to have in a coach Tomlin is in a, any sport. Yeah, he's a good dude. I mean, yeah. like, yes, I've I've always liked Tomlin and he's always had w- ways of phrasing things that even go over my head. <laughs> but <Yeah. laughs> but like even I was listening to the Pivot uh, podcast with Ryan Clark when he interviewed him and and gosh it's so refreshing because he's such a players coach and it's like how how do yes. you not like Tomlin he's just so good at what he says and he's so, he's like he cares so much about the players and and just everything it's he's such a good dude yeah and, yeah, and, and how do you not notice that he's like and how do you not recognize too that he is a great coach Hall of Fame worthy coach too. I mean, I know, yes. I, I know people don't think he is, but I mean, there's a reason, but we'll not get on all that. But there's but he is a Hall of Fame coach for sure. Like, I mean, so I hate when, you know, some people come on and they say, well, he inherited somebody else's players. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's like that is such a scam because you still have to coach those players. Like exactly. you still have to get those players ready to play. And he at least get at the very least, and you can tell me how many other coaches have done this. He at least gets his players ready to win half of the at least half the games every year. Now here's, here's know, a dream I mean, scenario for you. Hold on, Chris. Here's a dream scenario for you. Uh, they win the Super Bowl this year. Now what are you gonna say? These are all his own players now. So so he, he wins right. it. What are you gonna say now? Exactly. Exactly. Dude, exactly. And Jay, I, I do. I cannot agree with you more. I mean, like there was a time when I, I probably just followed the media. I can't, I have to admit it. I was young. I was naive a little bit, <laughs> but, <laughs> but like, if you think about it, it, even if he did inherit a team, uh, I'm pretty sure the year before he took the helm at, 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 at head coach, the Steelers went eight and eight that season with Bill Cowher right. uh, in his final yeah, season. Yeah. I don't think that's a Super Bowl winning team an eight and eight team you know and not then, at all yeah exactly and then he took them you know to the jags when they missed that horrible holding call when we should have won that game in that playoffs yeah. but Scanned. then but then the year after that to take that same group of men over to the super bowl you know i think that first year was like let me build that respect he could have done it you know but like then he did it yeah. the next year that was his team yeah definitely definitely and we've all like he's fallen like a couple plays short of winning another one or yes. getting even further every time. Like if you look at the teams that we had when we had the killer bees, Oh man, yes, we had the killer bees. We had the killer bees. They were, that was awesome. That was great. But who did we have on defense worth naming in <laughs> man, the secondary? Get, get me started. We I'll had be, Zilla main. Like, I was about to say, don't really? get me started, but Zilla you're getting me started. I'm about to be like, as, like 2017, 2017 to me was like, oh, this, like they should have won it. And then of, of course, Shazier's injury that like really derailed it. I yes. mean, not his fault. That's a freak thing. 2015 was another great year. They should have won it. And then that's the yep. Bengal game in the playoffs. A B gets concussed. Yep. Ben gets hurt. We got a Walmart employee yep. running the ball and running back. I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's just a couple things here and there. It's so crazy. Yeah, it is. And then we couldn't keep we couldn't keep all our players either healthy or no, never off the weed. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so true. You know, so I mean, we had so many things that was outside of Mike Tomlin's ability to control that. We had to go through and we still were a competitive team and we've still we were still there. We just like you said, we I don't even remember who that running back was, but I feel like he was like <laughs> Me we got him from like the Browns or something. We did. Yeah, we did. We picked up a guy from yeah. the Browns. It was like him and uh, Fitzgerald Toussaint, I believe, it was one of the guys. Yeah, well, exactly. I, yeah. Which is like, what is that name? Who is that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and most people, if you. Showed a picture of him in uniform. They'd be like, "Who?" Yeah, exactly. You know, so it's like, <laughs> yeah. See, so yeah, I mean, he's, he's just, dealt with just, a lot of stuff. 
it's just talking shop, man. I had all these questions. We're just talking shop. We're just hanging out. We're just doing our thing. But uh, but you know what? After the, uh, speaking of this like big Steelers rant, let's go back to these questions real quick because I want to know what what is it like being a fan in North Carolina? Carolina, obviously. North Carolina oh. is home. You, 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 you have the Panther fans, and Steelers don't play the Panthers a lot, so it might be similar to our situation. It's not maybe a big rivalry, but what's that like for you? Man, listen, I've <laughs> this. We have a Steelers bar, yes, sir. in Charlotte. So do we. <laughs> we have a Steelers bar in Charlotte. I lived in Raleigh, Durham, for about eight years. Yep. Um, I just moved back to Charlotte like a couple months ago, so I lived in Raleigh, Durham. There are like three Steelers bars out there. Nice. So, Let's like, go. I mean, we, and if you ever go to a, if you ever, like, I, I know we usually play the Panthers in like the, the preseason games right. a yep. lot. And when you go to the stadiums, there is, yeah, there are terrible towels everywhere. Yes. And, and walking into the stadium, you see so many, like, uh, just people, you know, it, I, I, can't, I can't remember what it's called now. Like the the pre, you know how they pregame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the tailgates, tailgate. Yep. There is so many Steelers fans tailgating. Um, I, I at the game when we played them in regular season a few years ago. Um, I, we I, we we killed them. Like oh, was it, that game? it wasn't the game in it wasn't the game in Pittsburgh. Yeah, it was. It was yeah. the game in Charlotte. Oh no no, the, there's they played them uh in 2018. In Pittsburgh, because yeah, because I was one. I was there at that one. I, w- I went to that one. It was a Thursday night game. Yeah, that one, and then like before that, when they had Kel- when Panthers had like Kelvin Benjamin and all of them, where they thought Kelvin Benjamin yes. was going to be this great sure, player. Yep. I did too. I kind of wanted the Steelers to get him, but yeah, well, good <laughs> glad we didn't. <laughs> Dodge the bullet. Yeah, for but sure. But just seeing people at that game at the regular season games, and I'm I'm psyched about this year because we play them in a regular season game this year. Yeah, and I'm definitely going to be there. So it's oh, yeah. terrible towels everywhere. Dude, that's awesome. Steeler bar. I mean, we have uh, a main one here in Minneapolis that we have been to a lot of times, and that's that's awesome. And, and that's and that's kind of the whole thing while we're doing this thing, man. It's like it's it's like people don't realize like how many Steeler fans are in a population all over the uh, the nation. Really, I mean, how many how many cities have bars for other teams? And right. Uh, this and this is now like the third one I've heard where like a different city has a Steeler Central bar, which is crazy. It's very awesome. Yes. Um, yes. What, and they they go out too. Yeah. They they turn up in those places. Like the Steelers score, they're playing here we go. With the before like in the fourth quarter, they're playing Renegade. Like it, it's it's crazy. That's it's awesome. Crazy. That's a good experience. Um what is your favorite Okay, it's, it's a sorry bull question because you've been watching the Steelers for a long time. But what is if you had to narrow it down to one, what's your favorite memory of watching the Steelers? Oh, man. So it's it's definitely going to have to be the the Christmas Antonio Brown reach yep. game. Yep. I was there. Oh, you know, I was I, I was at that game. I was in the end zone at in the end zone that he done it. Ooh. It was <laughs> it was crazy. It was the stadium was so loud on that Christmas night game. It oh was my gosh! We're by far the best experience I've ever been to. I don't blame you. That's insane. Oh my! I, I, I yes, we just talked yes. about that game recently because I said that was one of my favorite memories. Um, but uh, you know we were at home on the couch. I just remember sitting that sitting during that game like in silence and my arms were crossed and I was just like analyzing the game and I was like God we're, we're losing and I was just like watching it. I didn't say a word. <laughs> And also, and up until like literally that AB touchdown, and then I just like went nuts. I was boasting, I was bragging, it's going crazy. You could not hear yourself <laughs> yell. It was so loud in that stadium. It was, and it was so cold too. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm I'm out there. I'm not dressed for it. I'm I'm just in a hoodie with my jersey on and some sweatpants. And it freezing cold, and you I, you would have thought I was sweating after he scored that touchdown because it was it was insane. Oh man, insane. I can't imagine. So is is that have you been to a lot of games at Heinz Field? Was that your first game? 
No, I I try to go every year. I've, okay. I've missed the last two years, but um, yeah, I've I tried to I try to go every year. I actually one year the so when Javon Hargrave was on the team, he's yep. actually from North Carolina. He's from Salisbury, North Carolina. Oh sure, and. I mean, I guess this is a little sort of a shout out to my ex-girlfriend, but she knew him. So he, oh, he sent me, kind of shout out. you know, you know <laughs> he sent me a jersey for my birthday <laughs> and signed it, everything. What? And yeah, it was it was so nice. It was and it was so dope. But yeah, I got a Javon Hargrave jersey signed. And that's one of my only jerseys that of players who aren't with the Steelers that I kept, I kept. Yeah. But you know, it's, and I don't burn, I'm not a bur- Jersey burner. So no, 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 I'm definitely not that. I just <laughs> stash them away. <laughs> you got the craziest connections. You got yeah, the craziest. It was. And now, and now we're connected. I, I, so hook us up. Got you. Yeah, if, <laughs> look, I, every year since my cousin has been in the NFL, I'm like, man, go, Call call Tomlin. Call Tomlin. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because when he was at Clemson, like doing the pro days and all of that stuff, he actually went to dinner with uh with Tomlin. And I'm oh, like, wow. stay stay in Tomlin, stay on Tomlin's radar, stay on Tomlin's radar. Cause I was I was and when he went to the Cowboys, I was like, dang, why'd you go to the Steelers? You know, yeah. but of course we you know, we have our line our D line is pretty set. So I just knew that wasn't gonna happen anyway. For sure. Yeah, set now, but you never know. You never know. People are older, so you never know. Yeah. And right, also, right. like, with Javon Hargrave, too, man, I mean, I don't blame you. Like, we loved Hargrave. We were so sad to yeah. see him go. And and the Eagles yes. getting... The Eagles have... I know Fletcher Cox is old, but the Eagles having Fletcher Cox and now uh, Jordan Davis, I was like, give us Hargrave back. You don't need him. That's selfish. Right. <laughs> Listen, man. I'm, I'm really... I'm really believing after this year, Javon Hargrave is going to come back. Let's go. Come back, please. That'd be so awesome. I, I really believe it'll happen. I honestly, I honestly have this, this thought of Javon and Juju coming back. And yeah, it could happen ben. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if, if he comes back as a quarterback coach, I'd love it. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, gonna call, call up your ex, you're gonna be calling up your ex girlfriend and be like, "Let me get Javon's number. Let me get him back on the team. I can right. convince him. I know I can." <laughs> I can do it. She probably won't answer the phone, but you yeah, know, that's, nah, that's neither fine. here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> that's all good. We'll have him as a guest on the podcast. We'll convince him on here. Hey. But... Right. <laughs> I'd be, be jumping from like 20 listeners to like, you know, 25. Who knows? <laughs> be going crazy. Look, out here. Listen, listen, I, if, if I could, I will definitely throw the lob pass to you to get him on here. <laughs> Appreciate that. Uh, speaking of just players, I mean, with all the connections you have, but players in general, who is your favorite player? And since you've been watching for a while, I guess maybe present right now and past. I'm assuming past might be Cordell, but let's go present and past. Well, actually, past. Well, if I, well, if I go with the past, I'm I'm a huge Heinz Heinz Ward fan. Yes, sir. Like Heinz Ward is my favorite. Yeah, legend. he is the toughest wide receiver I think the NFL has seen even up till today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I honestly believe that Juju was like the my my hopes of a second coming of the yep. Heinz Ward two But yeah, but Heinz Ward is definitely and just the history of Heinz Ward. Like it made me like him even more, knowing that he was doing all this with no ACL. Like how? Like what? Right? How yeah. does that even happen? Uh, and uh, before you say your present player too, uh, I uh, recently, you know, I got bored and I watched some Heinz Ward highlights, and it's so crazy how like you forget how they play. Because I, because uh, I mean, I watched Heinz Ward too. I know he's a legend. Yeah. He's he's amazing. But um, and I got to watch him during the Super Bowl runs and stuff. But after seeing the receivers we've had these past maybe five years, and then you go back and watch Heinz Ward, you're like, oh, it's different. That's why he's as good yeah. as he was. It's different. Exactly. He was he was not afraid to jump in and do and do the dirty work. Like, yeah, he was catching the passes across the middle. He was he was blocking and he done all of it with a smile on his face. Always. Like, yeah. It is. You yeah. never called him not smiling. Always. Oh, hardly ever dropped it. Always catching it over the middle. And when he gets slammed across the middle, didn't care. And sometimes broke the tackle and just kept going. Didn't care at all. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Nuts. So present, present uh, favorite player. 
Um, let's see. Present. He's like, they all suck. Um, <laughs> right. And I, well, no, they don't all suck. I, I, <laughs> I was, man, I, I really was, I was a huge Antonio Brown fan until he wanted to go I mean, crazy on us. Um, oh, well, they all were. But if I would have to say in this team that we have right now. Yeah. I'm probably a, I, I would probably have to say, uh. Uh-huh. Jesus, I don't know. Um, I, 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 I might go with Minka. Hey, that's a good choice. I might, have, that's, to, that's I might choice. have to go defense. That's a great choice. <laughs> he's a he's a great player. He's got a, he's got like a, an amazing attitude, and uh, he came in and worked yes. right away. And I think uh, he just got paid too recently, right? Yeah, he just got paid, and he, he deserves yeah. all of that money yep. that he got paid. Yes, yes. Him, him, TJ, all them boys. I pay Deontay. Yep. I, I'll. I, um, all of them guys deserve it. They yeah. they had great years. T.J. Watt is Jesus. Like I, <laughs> I catch myself every time he gets a sack. I whether I'm at a bar or wherever I'm at, I yeah. do my T.J. Watt kick. Like oh, you it's, got to it, have to. Is uh, T.J. Watt's great. Cam Hayward's great. But yep. I like the I like Minka because I pro, I played free safety when I was in high school. So oh, awesome. It's like you know. Yeah. I, I like Minka for the, for the personal connection. Uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tied my high school record in interceptions my freshman year. So this I was guy. like, but Next. I was slow. So it, it didn't <laughs> translate. <laughs> and when I caught it, I was immediately tackled. So hey, man, hey, at least you caught it. Not everyone can do that. So that's right. okay. Um, what? Uh, so. I, I guess one of the last questions I had because we because it's been really fun talking to you, man. Like we 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 talked about a lot of stuff here. So uh, sometimes I feel like maybe I have to like squeeze some questions out of nowhere and try to use, use my best improv skills. But I think we've covered a lot. So one of the final <laughs> questions I want to leave you. We can kind of talk about this a little bit. Is what is your prediction for the team this year? Like what, like if you want to give me a record, you can. But like what, what are you, how are you kind of feeling about the team this year? Honestly. Mitch Trubisky has a great year. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly think Mitch, I think it's going to be Mitch Trubisky's year sure. to redeem himself. I, they could be biased. I'm a Tar Heel fan. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, so true. Yeah. It, it, could, it could be biased, but I think Mitch redeems himself and has a great year. And he shows people that he doesn't have to, he's not going to have like the Ben Roethlisberger uh, you know, the Hall of Fame type career. I don't think he'll have a Hall of Fame type of career, but I think he does what he needs to do to get the team to the playoffs. That, and I think we will get to the playoffs. You heard it here I, first. I, I, I don't think I, people are saying we're going to be last in the in the conference. No. I think we surprised some people. I yeah. don't think the Bengals are going to be what we seen last year. Ooh. I take. I, I, like I it. really don't. I take. I like. I it. really don't. <laughs> and I think I, they will not shut us out again. I Ooh. think we, at the very least, we're going to split with the with the Bengals. Okay, mark it down. The Ravens will not have beat. Been, he, they will. The Ravens will go another year without beating us. Oh, Ooh. oh, like it. I like it. I, um. Now these might be some hot takes. Like, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Bring it up. But I, I honestly think we will finish. We will finish first or a close second. What about the Browns? The Are we worried about the Browns, or do we not care because the quarterback's going to be wearing a different orange jumpsuit? Listen, <laughs> I, I don't think we. Honestly, I think even if they have. Even if Deshaun Watson plays for them this year in some yeah. weird way, yeah. if he does get, if the NFL allows Deshaun Watson to play this year, yeah. I still think we beat him. I That's, still, it, I like it's it. the Browns. The Browns like are it. going to be the Browns. That's right. We, That's what we keep saying. Lose. We we they will find a way to lose it. They yes, will. Sir. I like that. You know, Jay, the way that it started when you started bringing up Mitch Trubisky, I was like this close. And I was like, he's going to be like, <laughs> oh, yeah, Mitch, I know him personally. Like, we, we yeah, played football together. And I'm be like, dude, this, is good, this guy just knows everybody. I swear. He's like, he's Man, a Tar Heel. I, I, I went back. 
I'm a Tar Heel. I've, I've been blessed. <laughs> I, I, I've, I'll, I'll say this. I've honestly been blessed because I have another uncle that is that played for the San Diego Chargers when they were in San Diego. Lord. So I, I come from a family of athletes. Yeah, and yeah. Unfortunately, I didn't get the height or the size or the speed. So, you know, that that is, yeah, I, I caught the bad part of the gene, family genes, I guess. Hey, that's but, all good. You know, just from friends, like I played basketball with Brandon Spikes. I don't know if y'all guys remember Brandon Spikes yeah, with what? the Patriots. <laughs> what? Yeah, I, I played basketball with him. I don't know if you remember Sidney Rice. He actually played what? for Minnesota. Yeah. Bro. He play, me and him played on the same basketball team, oh, you know, growing up. Oh, my God. And what's funny about Sidney Rice is nobody on our basketball team knew he played football. What? No <laughs> yeah. way. We had no idea he played football. And then we were like, he, he came out one day and said, yeah, I'm signing with uh, the Gamecocks. And we we're like, to play football? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, play wide receiver. And then what? I forgot the coach's name that was there at the time said he might be the best wide receiver he's ever, he's ever seen play. He was good. Yeah, he just... Injuries, yeah, killed him. Yeah. But Jay, you're killing me here yeah. with these with these people. You're killing me. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, it's it's it's. I've been blessed to have been around a lot of a lot of ath- professional athletes growing up, and you know, <sighs> that's it's, awesome, it's just man. been a good time. You know, I saw Ben Osberger from really far away, so that counts or something <laughs> for sure. <laughs> no, listen, if you go to Pittsburgh, stay in the William Penn Hotel. Okay. That's where the Steelers stay every the night before every football game. I'm about to stay there. You heard it here. Actually, I got, I, actually I you did hear. For legal reasons, I'm not going to stay there, but I am winking. Right. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, I have a lot of pictures. I got to meet jo- uh, uh, Joey Porter when, uh, one year when I stayed at the hotel. Uh, Deshaun, I mean, not, no, what is his name? What what was the what was the running back's name that we got from the Panthers? D'Angelo Williams. Oh, D'Angelo Williams. D'Angelo Williams, yeah. D'Angelo Williams came and chilled with me and one of my friends. And, yeah, you know, and I got to meet Willie Parker and oh, I love Willie. Antonio Brown. Like, it's God, just got to meet those guys as they were coming into the hotel. And, you know, so it was a good time. How does it make you feel? Because, like, obviously you met all these famous people and now you can add us to that list. Yeah. Uh, listen, listen. <laughs> y'all are, y'all are my first podcast. Like y'all are my first, probably going to be my only ever podcast. So y'all are no, definitely come on. A you're, uh, of my... you're great, man. And, <laughs> and and now and now I know that you're sending these podcasts to all these people you know, and now we're going to blow up for sure. I guarantee it. <laughs> man, look, this week. I'm 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 gonna get it out there. I'm gonna get it out to the people. I'm gonna let them know. Hey, thanks, man. <laughs> hey, uh, it, it's. It's been great talking to you, man. Hey, real quick question. Are you going to, so you said you go to games like all the time, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. I'll definitely be at some games this year. Okay. Um, do you happen to like, is there one kind of on your mind that you think you might go to? You're going to wait till the schedule gets released. Um, well, I know I'm going to be at the, uh, the, the Panthers game for sure. Yep. Um, Carolina. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at trying to go to a game in October too. Okay. So I don't know which one I'm gonna pick in October, but I'm definitely gonna try to go. I'm gonna try to go to the Atlanta game too. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, hey, you, you let us know, man, and we'll uh, keep, we'll circle that on our calendar, and we'll be like, Jay's at this game. They better win. They better win for our boy. So <laughs> sounds good. Sounds hey, good. I'll definitely keep keep updated with you. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much. Hey, it's been awesome talking to you, Jay. I hope we can uh, talk again more in the future. We can maybe sometime later during the season we'll bring you back on. We can talk about. If your predictions are coming true about the season or if, uh, if it's going the other way, but I don't think it will. I, I agree with you. I think we're going to stay optimistic, but it's been great talking to you, man. Uh, I appreciate you being on the podcast with us. Man, it's been great talking to both of you guys. Hopefully I do get to come back on again. And, you know, <laughs> the the I, I, I'm praying that the Steelers have the season that we're all looking for. Oh, for sure, yeah. man, for sure. Yeah, seriously, Jay, this has been a blast, man. Hearing you talk and, and getting you on here has been an on, honestly an honor. Uh, and, and remind me again, because I, I want to give you a shout out to our, our four listeners out there. Uh, but yeah, you just recently changed your, your Twitter handle. It, hander, oh gosh, handle. I said it right the first time. Wow. Yeah, you did. Oh. Um, it was Big yeah. Slime. Yeah, yeah, it was big slime, but you know, with the whole YSL Young Thug stuff going on, I had to get rid of that. Okay, you know? <laughs> so what, what are we at now? 
Uh, my my Twitter handle now is King underscore J Ham. So J A Y Ham. All right, you heard right. it here. Uh, follow, 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 our, follow our boy. Uh, it's seriously, it's been a pleasure, man. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank y'all for having me, man. All right, man. Hey, have a good night, man. I'll, I'll message you soon. All right, you too. All right, see you, Jake. Later. And that was Jay from North Carolina. Give it up for that man. What a great talk. That was awesome, man. That was a. Uh, that's exactly what I want to do: is talking to these Steelers fans and and get to hear from them. And and that was a great convo. So if if you are listening and and happen to have stayed listening this whole time to the podcast, thank you very much. And if that sounds like something fun for you, message us, man. DM us on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok, on YouTube, on uh, Facebook. We don't have Facebook. Just message us somewhere, and we'll find it. Send us a letter. Send us a carrier pigeon. And we'll get you on the podcast because this is fun. <laughs> this is a good time. I want to send a quick yeah. message, Chris. Can you? Won't you take away for a sec? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, like Tom was saying, you know, definitely check us out. We're trying to be as active as possible, trying to reach out to the community. Uh, you know, the big purpose of this, uh, like Dom said before, is we're just trying to reach out to anyone outside of the Pittsburgh area. We know if you're in Pittsburgh, it's kind of a sin to root uh, for any other team. Uh, and we and we love you. We we think of you the exact same way. But we really want to reach out to a bigger community. The Steelers are nationwide. We really want to get you all out here, and we appreciate your energy. It has been honestly so fun talking to last week Charlie all the way in London, mm-hmm. and now Jay from North Carolina. Like God, two really great guys, and uh, dude, we're we're just so lucky. Honestly, uh, they, they they've been a blast to talk to. So. And yeah, also, and Jay, uh, when when you hear this, man, uh, we t- we expect two signed jerseys. Yeah, um, and game no, tickets. And <laughs> <laughs> no, we um, we just uh, seriously would love to have you on again. So uh, yeah, that was awesome, man. Yeah, and uh, it was fun. I know if you do care about the progression of our podcast and the things we talk about, I know we said last week we we're going to talk about uh, an all-time defensive team, but we're not going to do that because this has been a long podcast because we had a great conversation. So we'll save that for maybe next week, maybe a different week. Who knows? We're having fun right now. So be on the lookout for an all-time defensive list soon. It's going to be really quick. Chris and I are probably going to name all the people from the Steel Curtain and from the teams we watch. But we will actually give that time when it comes to it. For now, we will see you all next week. Please follow the Northern Steel Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, OnlyFans, Grinder, Tinder, Hinge, Bumble, uh, LinkedIn, uh, Vimeo. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you guys for listening so much, and we will see you next week. Chris, you got any final words? Uh, peace out, and we love you all. That's it. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Peace. Peace. peace.